The views of the healthcare workers has changed drastically from the 19th century to the 21st century. Hi, I'm Tori Moss, and I will be talking to you today about the views of healthcare workers then compared to now. Did you know that physicians used to dress themselves in all black until the late 19th century? Hi, I'm Tori Moss, and again joining me today will be Tracy Moss. We're recording episode three in McQuan, Illinois on December 8, 2020. Today, we will be talking about what people thought of doctors, nurses, and other healthcare workers then compared to now. How has the evolutions of medicine changed America's view of our healthcare workers? To start with, let's revisit the idea that cleanliness was completely foreign, and so was hygiene, according to William Wan, who is the national correspondent covering health, science, and news for the Washington Post. The more blood the surgeon had on his apron, the more seasoned he was said to be. It was a badge of honor. So a lot of surgeons took pride in this and were even worse when it came to their surgical tools. As you said, the surgeon took pride in these actions and saw them as accomplishments. Their surgical tools were treated much like their aprons and were blood soaked and reused during each operation that they conducted. William Wan also made a good point when saying the concept of hygiene was completely foreign with vermin and bugs living alongside patients in medical wards. Yes, and that really gives a good visual of how awful of a time it was for these patients. Although there were other things that made these times bad for patients, for instance, the time and effort that the surgeons put towards their patients. Back then, the surgeons were prized for speed and ferocity than skill. To prove this statement, William Wan mentions a procedure conducted by a surgeon where he was said to have been moving so fast he accidentally took off his assistant's fingers and slashed a spectator's coat. So this supports the idea that then surgeons cared more about a good performance for those that were watching than the care of the patient that was on the table. You would think that there were requirements put into place so that the accidents like that didn't happen. However, it was the opposite. Based on the research of Shauna Devine, who is an author of healthcare and American medical profession, in the 1830s and 40s, the penalties for practicing without a medical license were completely ignored or removed, coinciding with the withdrawal of state recognition of medical societies. I agree. There should have been a requirement to ensure that careless accidents like this didn't happen. Although there should have also been requirements so that physicians like that couldn't be part of the medical field. According to Robert F. Riley, who is a MD of the Veterans Affairs North Texas Healthcare System, there was no preparation for admission, no entrance exam, and no state medical licensing boards. I would say that times have definitely changed. Now there are way more rules and regulations put into place to ensure that you are qualified to be in a healthcare. Also, now we have a much better standard for surgical care and patient care. Yes, now medical facilities take much more consideration in the preparation of surgeries to make sure that everything is clean and sterile. Also by wearing masks, gloves, scrubs, and other protective equipment to guarantee that there are no risk of infection from the procedures. There are now even more advancements when it comes to care in the homes of patients. In more recent times, physicians have made it so that they can monitor your pulse, blood oxygenation levels, diet, glucose, and blood pressure from your home. 
So the view of healthcare system has changed drastically, especially through the eyes of the patient. Workers have put so much effort in taking care of patients. They see them now as safe and reliant instead of scary and dangerous. In our era, physicians wear white coats opposed to the black coats to better their image. According to Mark S. Hochberg, who is an MD and a professor of surgery at New York University of Medicine in New York City, the white coat continued as a symbol of medical authority and respect as advance upon advance firmly established the patient-doctor relationship as a beneficial encounter. So to sum up this podcast, it's very important to know that physicians have tried hard over the years to change the image that the 19th century physicians have created. They have changed the efficiency, sanitary precautions, and the trust of their patients. That wraps up our discussion of how the evolution of medicine has changed America's view of our healthcare workers. Next up will be Olivia Hanlon talking to you about the comparison between the Spanish flu and COVID-19. Now, as the COVID-19 pandemic continues to grow, so are the parallels being drawn between it and another deadly virus that struck the globe more than a century ago. We're talking about the Spanish flu, which began in the spring of 1918. I'm Olivia Hanlon. I'm broadcasting from Fairview, Illinois on December 11th, and I will be talking about how COVID-19 and the Spanish flu are related to each other. Coronavirus and the Spanish flu both are pandemics that have plagued the United States and the rest of the world. The economy during these times, these time periods greatly differ and affect us differently. People during the Spanish flu and the coronavirus are handling the viruses in a different manner. Coronavirus and the Spanish flu are both considered a novel virus. Novel means that the diseases were both new so that nobody in either time period had any immunity to the disease. The key difference between the diseases is that H1N1, was an influenza, while COVID-19 is a pneumonia. The way the world is today is way different than what it was like in 1918. There were fewer than 2 billion people in the world in 1918. Now there are 7.5 billion people worldwide. There There was no air travel in 1918, lessening the spread and exposure to the Spanish flu. Today, there is tons of movement in air travel between countries and different regions of the world. This increases the speed and exposure of the COVID-19. The Spanish flu infected so many because of World War I and the soldiers being close together. COVID-19 spreads easier and faster because of the air travel and population size. Many researchers believe more people died during 1918 because of the poor hygiene and public health and safety. Cities and governments who took action and acted quicker in response to the 1918 pandemic have had lower death rates and cases of the Spanish flu. Governments did not act quick enough with the coronavirus and brushed it off, which led to more cases and deaths. New York City, specifically during both pandemics, was hit hard. During 1918, the morality was higher compared to COVID-19. Death tolls were higher in New York City during coronavirus and H1N1. Anthony Fauci, the director of U.S. National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, believe the fatality rate of New York City would be about 1%. Today, there are more trials and experiments for COVID-19 than there ever were during the Spanish flu, although both pandemics are similar in the aspects that they do not have a vaccine. The coronavirus vaccine is in the making but has yet to be released. Both pandemics have caused many things to happen. While similar in some aspects, they are very different. 
They both have affected the economy the way we live in the entire world.